Okay, let us begin our metta recital. May all beings be happy and secure. May all beings have happy minds. Whatever living beings there may be, without exception, weak or strong, long, large, medium, short, subtle or gross, visible or invisible, living near or far, Born or coming to birth, may all beings have happy minds. Let no one deceive another, nor despise anyone anywhere. Neither from anger nor ill will should anyone wish harm to another. As a mother would risk her own life to protect her only child, even so towards all living beings, one should cultivate boundless heart. One should cultivate all the world heart of boundless loving friendliness, above, below, and all around, unobstructed, without hate or resentment, whether standing, walking, sitting, lying down, no whenever awake, one should develop this mindfulness, this is called divinely dwelling here, not falling into erroneous views, but virtuous and endowed with vision, removing desires for sensual pleasures, one comes away again to birth in the world. Could you turn off the light? Although Metta recital is uh, almost uh, recital is automatic and also we do it uh, regularly, this becomes a very strong habit. This is called Asevana. Asevana is uh, associating with this thought of metta. Again and again, repeatedly, Bhavita is cultivating. When we cultivate a thought, it uh, gets uh, reinforced. 
then Bahuli Kata is doing it repeatedly many times, multiply the thought again and again. Yani Kata meaning that we make the metta our vehicle to ride on our thoughts. This becomes a field, Vattukataya, the ground to stand on. Then Anuttitaya, we get up with metta thoughts every morning. And Parichitaya, that is, uh, make it a habit. And Susamaradhaya, start well. All this means is reinforcing the thought of metta. When we speak, we can speak with metta thought, primarily to avoid any hard feeling or conflicts. And we work with Metta. When we cooperate with each other, work together in friendliness, we cultivate Metta very naturally. When we support in our work, support each other, even in a community, or at home, in the office, wherever we are, instead of competition, cooperation is very much conducive to the practice of metta. So this becomes a strong force in our mind, in our daily dealing with people, situations. And this way we build up the momentum. And when we sit to meditate, then metta becomes very easy. It comes to us easily and it becomes not difficult. And meditation goes so smoothly. (coughs) At the beginning it doesn't sound anything good if we are not trained ourselves to do that. 
for sometimes these are mere words. But when we do it again and again, and the meaning begins to dawn upon us, and the mind opens to see the depth of metta practice. Therefore, without any hesitation, we practice metta. At least we must think that we all live very short period of time. Even hundred years is not very long. Considered all kind of other things we are doing. Time to practice metta is not very long. And therefore, along with our mindfulness, metta mindfulness also we should cultivate. And let it express through our not only thoughts but words and deeds. As we have all dimensioned and we all know, the mind is the leader, the starter, origin, wellspring of our thoughts. And therefore, we first develop this thought and let it take root in our mind. And slowly, we incorporate metta into our work, thoughts, words, and deeds. Then it will not become a, a, a task or chore, but it becomes very natural practice. It takes a while to relax our mind, to let metta grow, so we keep repeating it as often as we can. And we all personally experience the benefit. After all, all the teachings of the Buddha is personally experiential, individually attainable, individually realizable, just like everything else, this also is, is not forced upon us. It must come voluntarily in our own daily practice. We ourselves 
see the benefit and reap the benefit to make our life peaceful and happy. Along with that we practice mindfulness and patience. These two components also are absolutely necessary addition to our life. Without patience we cannot practice mindfulness. Without mindfulness we cannot practice patience. And all these you can see are integrated in our daily practice. So we focus our mind first on our breathing and notice the breath coming and going, reminding us our impermanent nature. When everything subsides, all hindrances disturbances are subsided. What remains is the pure, simple breath. In that we can see changes taking place through which we delve into the depth of impermanent nature of all existing things, particularly within ourselves. And there is no room for the mind to develop greed, hatred or delusion. These are mere habitual negative mental states. All these negative things we adapted, acquired, not innate. At the beginning, we see we cannot do without negative emotions resentments and so forth. But actually the mind in, in its own natural state is luminous. These negative states are adventitious. They entered our mind through conditioning sensory exposures, sensory stimuli, they triggered and entered the mind to make it impure and unclean through metta, patience, mindfulness. We not only see this reality, but also can get rid of them and return to the 
clear, luminous state of mind, which by true cultivation, in reinforcing, we see the reality of impermanence, unsatisfactoriness and selflessness. So we can live without greed, hatred and delusion. We can live with metta, patience and mindfulness. That is how we can make our life healthy and happy. So pay attention to the breathing. Notice its pure function, unalloyed, clean activity of moving in and moving out of breath. and stay with it without trying to manipulate the breath or verbalize or conceptualize without thinking I breathe in or I breathe out. Let the element of I put aside and stay with the breath. See breath coming in and going out, reminding us of form, feeling, perceptions, volitional formations and consciousness. All of them work together, appear together, disappear together. For instance, each breath has all these five, what we call aggregates, form, feeling, perception, volitional formations and consciousness. They move in and out. It reminds us there are presence and absence. They remind us they are impermanent nature. Otherwise you cannot find form, feeling, perception, thought and consciousness while you are breathing in and out unless you begin to think about them. We don't have to make any special effort to think about the aggregates. They are right there in the present moment of breath, in the present moment of breathing. They are there and they constantly appear and disappear.
when we see this reality, the mind, the tendency of our mind to cling to anything will not arise. Tendency to reject anything will not arise. Tendency to be, to be confused will not arise. Because we clearly see what is happening, what is going on, exactly as it is. This is called seeing things as they really are. Yata Bhuta Jnana Dasana in Pali Yata Bhuta as it is Bhuta here is not a spirit or devil but being So the state of being of everything becomes clear to us and knowledge and vision of it arises. So friends, we continue to keep our mind cleansing, removing hindrances and impediments to see this reality through the breath and its impermanence, unsatisfactoriness and selflessness. You may not have this opportunity to practice deep mindfulness patience and metta, once you leave the retreat, the mind will be bombarded with all kind of sensory stimuli coming from outside in the world, in the society, work, travel and so on. Therefore, make a determination to stay with this practice at least during the short period of time that you are here. And I like you to continue your practice with these few suggestions. And those who have signed up for in, for interviews. This is our last interview period. So those who have signed up, please go to the Sangha Hall. Others continue their practice here. Also, I like to remind you, if you, anytime, if you like to sit outside under a tree, on a bench, on a rock or somewhere. Today is a good day to do that because it is pretty warm. 
and when you sit outside you will have a good breeze perhaps you can feel how you what you feel when you are alone outside and you may try that those who like to go to the asoka deck that also is a good place to sit and meditate <coughs>